This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Listen, it's time to jump on into it with your pals, Nat and Jess, and catch up on all things women's health and fitness. Hello, Jess. I love it. It's like a musical. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever thought about doing musical theatre? No. Never crossed your mind. Has it crossed yours? Uh, yes, it is. Has it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you like drama. Did you do drama? I did drama at high school and then I went to uh, my last year of high school, I think. I went to this sort of like drama camp up north. and Yeah, drama camp. And I was enrolled to do the dance part course. Yeah. But they didn't have enough people on the dance course, so they combined it with the musical theatre. So I ended up doing musical theatre for a week. Wow. And turns out I can't sing. So that's cool. Can you not? No, 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 Can no. you um, do a little... No, thanks. No, no. no, no, I'm good. I'll do a dance for you. Yeah, but, I've uh, seen you dance. You've just got a hair then. It's thank you me. for see looking you. after me. Um, there you go. See you but later yeah, that's, that's my story with musical theatre. But I would do musical theatre if I could sing, because I think it's the coolest thing ever. Okay. How's your day been? How's your week been? My week has been um, has been good. I wasn't quite expecting to answer this question. I've got nothing that comes <laughs> really? to mind. I ask you think about every it. week. I know, Jess. and I'm always so taken aback by having to answer the question. My week, my week, my week, <laughs> my week, my week. All right, your turn. Really? No, you can't I can't think. Let anything? me think. No, just let me think for a second. Okay. I can do it. Yeah, I'll go, do it. Go. Okay. My week's been great. It's What's been, been fine. What's been so great about it? Uh, just, like, just, it's like a, what? No, I wouldn't say great. It's not, it's not like anything happened, but, like, it, you know, big happened. But it's just been good. Like, I've been, I've been working. I've been happy. Mm. Mood's been good. Mm. Um, Yeah. Actually, do you know what I did? What? I completely forgot. I actually went to a wedding on Saturday, um, which is uh, which is like really cool because I don't get to go to many weddings. Yeah, like Greg and I true. don't really go to weddings anymore because uh, most people we know are sort of married or. Summer. So was it random when you came to my wedding last year? It was especially special <laughs> because you know, like, Not it, random. you know, you might have experienced this recently. You sort of go through this phase where, like, lots of your friends are getting yeah. married, and you know, everyone's. It's like you go through that stage of everyone's had their twenty first, yes, and yeah. you know, then um, you know, kind of people are getting married and all of that. Uh, so then you have this hiatus, mm. probably until like our kids. Are getting married? Maybe that's sort of. Whoa! It's not that far away. Is it, what? What do you mean? I don't know. My Oscar's sixteen. 
I'm 29. I mean, it depends how old he's going to be. I when suppose he gets it's married. a few years. Yeah, I suppose it's a few years. But uh, but the but the wedding was very very good. It was very good, and we um, did a lot of dancing. And dancing was your hip okay? My hip was actually okay. It was a really? little bit. It was a little bit sore the following was day. It, did you have to pull back a little bit on the yeah, dancing? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair a enough. little bit. Yeah, because I've bit. seen your dancing. Like you can, you know, you're moving around quite a bit. I'm pretty committed. <laughs> Yeah, pretty committed. Um, it was a little bit sore the following day. and But, you know, you forget how painful the balls of your feet can get <laughs> having danced in heels at a wedding. Just want to show this camera right there. <laughs> Jess, it's fine. Yeah, we can carry on. Jess is just um, waving her hand in front of the camera. This is actually that. what's quite cool about recording in this studio and not yeah. having to sit side by side is I do get to move my arms And we get to more. look at each other. Isn't this adorable? adorable. Rather than like face forward, adorable. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Um, but when made no last... sense. Rather than be next to each other, that's what I meant. Yeah. Sorry, you go. When was well, my last? Well, when was the last time you wore heels and did a significant amount of time dancing? Where the following day you felt like the balls of your feet were on fire? Oh, honestly, I don't remember. Hmm. I don't know. I don't even think my feet were sore after my wedding day. I changed into jandals at some point. I remember that. Well, that's a smart move. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think we did our we did our first dance. This is quote mark first dance because we didn't do it like we did it late in the evening when we were quite drunk. Mm. Um, were you there for? I think you were there. Mm. Uh, and when I watched it the other day, because it was our anniversary, I've got jandals on. <laughs> I love it. That's <laughs> so cute. Yeah, it was cute. And the, a good time. The height difference is so cute between the two of you as it's well. It's quite extreme. Yeah. So wedding anniversary. Yeah. That's what's happened oh, in the last week, yes, Nash. True. That's yep. a really big deal. So you have just celebrated getting through the first year of marriage. What a ride. <laughs> how, yeah. Well, how do you rate year number one of marriage? Oh, it's been it's been tough. Mm. Just not because of our relationship, but because of you know, like the um, the stalker event was very, like, dampening, mm-hmm. especially because Essie was, well, Essie and I, both of us, got very, very anxious for months mm. following that. So mm. it's been it's been a ride. But we've achieved a lot. Like, in a year we got married, we bought a house, we bought a car, we um, didn't go on holiday, so that's probably the only thing we had to hold back on. Mm. And, you know, like when we, like, because we obviously we went out for dinner to celebrate and we kind of looked back and we're like, yeah, it's been a really big year and it was really challenging, mm. you know, because even moving house is challenging. Oh, and we renovated, you know, our house in two weeks. Yeah. You know, like that was go, go, go. Mm. Not a full renovation, just like the walls. Um, that was, you know, like mm. so freaking busy. Mm. So. Yeah, we've we've done a lot considering what was going on, you know, mm, because mm. I don't think we realised how anxious we were from that event. Is that what you've reflected on yep. recently? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew, like I knew because I knew that I was on edge and stuff, but since moving house, I've been a lot better and so has Essie. Mm. Yeah, so, so actually that's better. been the best thing. Yeah, thank goodness. Because that wasn't as a result of what happened. It wasn't a yeah. result. You're right. No, it wasn't. It kind of was perfect timing because mm. I think that 
that incident happened February and mm. then we moved September. Mm. So we're still quite a few months mm. in the other house. Mm. Yeah. But we just feel so safe where we are now, so it's mm. really nice. And moving is one of the most stressful things that you can do. Planning a wedding, I'd say, would have to be up there as well. Yeah. Um, uh, death, dealing with losing someone, yeah, uh, starting a new job, you know, they're all big kind of life stresses. And then you have this really unique experience of, of the stalker, you know, all within this kind of year of having gotten married. So it's not surprising you reflected and kind of went, (laughs) how hectic was that? Yeah. Well, we were like, 2023 has got to be less stressful. Do you feel a lot calmer? (laughs) Sorry, I'm just laughing because your hands. I do. I feel so much calmer. Mm. Yeah, I do. So much calmer. I love it. I love it. So what's the I don't big think difference? you realise how yeah, much Yeah, yeah. You... What do you now realise that you were like when you look back? I don't know. You probably could tell me better, couldn't you? Because you've been you're around me like daily. Um, I don't know. I've noticed Essie's difference. Mm. You know, like he's not so. Um, he's a lot happier mm. in general. He's a lot happier, so mm. he's not. He's not like. Anxious, he's not snappy, mm. he's not, you know, like, because we do have a good relationship, but it does really put a strain on the relationship when you're both very anxious, you mm. know. So, and we reflected on that and we're like, oh, thank God that's over. I know. Yeah. thing is, I think um, you were, yeah, more on edge, but I think it was a normal reaction to um, a not normal situation. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's so right. How was your first year? Um, it was the worst year of our relationship. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me feel so there. much better. Yeah, I think if you, well, I don't know, that was just kind of, um, maybe, and Greg might not say the same, so I better be careful what I say. But Do you not, not think you would? Uh, if it was, if it felt like the worst to you, uh, you it was. It was. Re- it was really challenging. It was really challenging. So congratulations on getting through your first Thank year Thank you for your honesty because that does help. Marriage. Yeah. And, um, well, so Greg and I have been this year together 18 years. Wow. And we are married 10 years this year. Wow. Yeah. So, so That's out of, big. Yeah, it is actually. Our relationship is becoming an adult. So. What? So, say that again. Our relationship is becoming an adult. <laughs> 18. <laughs> Oh gosh! Yeah, yes. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. So we, I suppose, <laughs> we got married eight years into our relationship, and we had yeah. had the kids already, and um, uh, it was definitely the most challenging year that I've been in our relationship for mm. sure. So I think that I think that relationships are complex because of uh, you know kind of history and maybe expectations. Um, that you bring into relationships and all of that. The reason why I found that first year so challenging was because there was something about sort of like being married Mm. and it being sort of official that for my personality made me feel very trapped. Right, yeah. 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 So 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 that's why I say maybe not for Greg so much, but for me, I felt very... um, yeah, I, I, we were living in Dublin at the time, and uh, you know, I 
for for a number of years I'd been raising these kids and sort of going where he needed to go for his career and things. And I think I just hit a point where it sort of felt like, uh, is this it? Yeah. So so now now we're we're in this and it's official and actually is this going to be my life for the rest of my life as I'm the support person raising children and supporting my husband's career and so a lot of the sort of struggle and um conversations that that I would bring to the table were just feelings of being very frustrated and probably scared yeah. about um what it was going to mean to to be married and things. Looking back, and this is probably what I would say to anyone who has small children, because being a mum to small children is so demanding. Yeah, bet. Is that um, you do get your life back? Like it, it does. There's de- it definitely gets better in terms of you get more space for yourself because there's not a lot of space for you when the kids are young. Um. I then had this sort of unique situation where we had gone to the other side of the world for Greg's job. I'd left everyone I knew behind. And, and your um, home. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then he would go away as well. So it was sort of, it was a lot of sort of single parenting uh, in, in a place that I was unfamiliar with and all yeah. of that. And um, it's, I think in that situation, I felt like I'd, I'd kind of, um, I was being overlooked or I was swallowed up in this life which was supporting my husband and raising our kids and there was something about getting married that just triggered me to go yeah, yeah to go I just I can't I can't deal with this uh, but the really cool thing is that within that we had to talk a lot about you know what was going on and um you know, thankfully, Greg's a really good communicator. Mm. And so I think that was probably the year where we built a really good foundation of being very, very honest about what we needed and what was going on and all of that. And um, I would say we, we've got a really good so, marriage. Yeah, yeah. So you're better off. For you know, you're sure. Better off. And I relate to that because I feel like we, SNR, had a lot of hard conversations just because we were both so, you know, on edge. Mm. And for that reason, we're stronger than we were before we got married yeah. or before the event, you know. Yeah. So it does, I mean, there is a silver lining to mm. having, you know, hard times. Mm. You, it does build your or hard times in your relationship. Mm. Hopefully it means mm. for other people listening that it means that their relationship becomes stronger from it. Yeah, if you both still want to be in it. Yeah, of course. Then going through, <laughs> going through yeah. a challenging time is an opportunity to... Um, to support each other and to have really honest conversations, and because the reality is that if you're with someone for a number of years, you're going to cha- you're going to face some really challenging situations. I think what's hard though is when you're in a relationship to know when this is just a challenging time that you need to work through together, or this is not a good relationship and you actually need to get out. Yeah. Like that's got to be one of the hardest, hardest things to um, know. Decide or, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think for me, that experience within the first year of getting married and because my, um, I suppose when I get um, scared or, um, you know, uh, negative stuff, I tend to run away. Yeah. So I'll pull back. So 
all I could think of was, well, I, I'll leave. I'll go. I, yeah. I'll go. We're, I mean, we just got married, but sure, didn't work out. <laughs> you know, um, uh, so that was that was my thing. And, and But it's not Greg's thing. He's more of a kind of like, let's chat about it. I'm like, no, 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 I just I just don't want to be in it anymore. I don't want to be with you anymore. I don't know why you're not getting this message. Is that no, 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 sit down. Let's, sit. Um, let's talk about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But if you had two people, if you had two people like who you, both, both, yeah. yeah, who both have that kind of relationship style of like things are getting Run. really hard, I'm going to flee. You know, I don't know. I just I think it's, that's why you work so well together. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's why. But we had dinner last night, right? Yeah. And I brought up the fact that because I'm very, you know, kind of nostalgic. So I'm, you know, I'm kind of like. Listen, this year we've been together 18 years, Aww. and he's like, yes, we have. And, <laughs> you know, you can tell there's like a, a very challenging, deep and meaningful conversation coming, and he's bracing himself. And I said, <laughs> like, here we go. Get here my we go. The tank. Um, and I said, what do you think uh, is has has supported us to be together for 18 years <laughs> You know, and he's sitting and then, there like, oh, my God, go. <laughs> please can I get what a phone call right now? <laughs> he did well. He came up with a few and he said, um, I think that we laugh together. That's what is really helpful, that we respect each other. And um, I think um, that we're honest. I think that might have been the other thing. Oh, yeah. And that's I was cool. like, wow, well done. Amazing. On the spot too, yeah. On the spot. Shot, Greg. On the spot. So, um when you look back on your first year of marriage and you've been through some challenging times, yeah. uh, what do you think has contributed to being stronger for it when it could have been an opportunity to, to run, to, yeah. do, to have exactly the opposite effect? Yeah, yeah, communication. Mm. Yeah, the fact that we communicated so much, I think, kept us together, mm. yeah. And is it the two of you that are big communicators or is some, does someone lead that a little bit more? He leads that. Oh, my goodness, that guy. He could talk forever. Okay. And I love that about him. <laughs> if you're listening, I love that about him. But he, yeah, he he wants, and I appreciate that. And I thought that was me. Like, that used to be me and the relationships mm. I was on. I was in, but he just wants to nut it out and he wants to go deep mm. every single time. Mm. Even though it's like, you know, going deep, I don't love confrontations, right? Mm. He loves that. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So he, he's got no qualms going quite deep every mm. time. And that I have found hard. So we've mm. we've we've had to balance that out. Mm. But I think if it wasn't for him, though, maybe we wouldn't be together anymore because he's just like, no, let's nut this out. Like, why are you feeling like this? Why are you frustrated? Why am I feeling like this? And mm. this is what this is what I do, and this is what you do. Maybe we should do this, you know? Like, mm. and he like he could literally go on for hours. Mm. Yeah, until he until he feels like resolution. he's been resolved. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. resolution is that he feels like he's been understood, and he understands where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big time and commitment. That's, that's a huge, mm. and I say that to him sometimes because generally not all the time but generally that's late at night and I'm like oh my god you see we've got like work at 5.30 tomorrow yeah, yeah. Like, and he's like you always say this and I'm like oh my god but like we're literally going to get three hours sleep if we carry on mm. but I am grateful because it does mean, does mean that we've we've gone real deep many times mm. and it's made us so much stronger for it because mm. we 
because of the challenging times that we had last year, we we know each other so much more. And we've been together for, like you would think, we know each, we already knew each other a lot, right? We've been mm. together seven years. But if it wasn't for those DMs, yeah, you know, we wouldn't know each yeah. other as much as we do now. Like, yeah. you know, and there's still so much to figure out. I know that. And that's what's so cool, though, is because um, I'd say 18 years later, there's still stuff that I'm learning yeah, exactly. about. Do you know what I learned about Greg today? What? <laughs> that he has he has dated a model in his what? past. Yeah, it's the first 18 years I've been with this guy. <laughs> and I just, I randomly, for some reason, there was something about dating dating models or like people who choose only to date models. I just want people to check out my nail polish. <laughs> Sorry, I keep, blocking, I keep blocking the phone that's on that. Um, <laughs> it doesn't bother me. But so, and Greg was in the room and... And, uh, and I said, uh, am I the first model that you've dated? Expecting? Why did you ask that? Like, But why did you ask that? I must have been feeling insecure. <laughs> and I just wanted, you know, because, uh, yeah, I just wanted some, like, something. Reassurance. Sorry, re- yeah. Reassurance. Yeah. Yeah, Jess, you're the, you're the, you're only, the only model. One. <laughs> and he said, no, 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 I've, I've dated a model. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Honestly, I was a little bit taken aback. Because I, you know, I was kind of like... And you're like, what What kind of model are what, we speaking yeah, of here? Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, and I was kind of was like... Was she good at it? I, I was like, what was her name? Thinking Christchurch modelling seems pretty small. I wonder if I know this person. And uh, anyway, so he said, oh, I just can't, I can't remember her name. And in my head, I'm well, going... Yeah. No, in my head, I'm going, well, you know, like, um, there were a lot of sort of like domestic... This sounds so bitchy. <laughs> I'm just going to say it because it's a really honest podcast today. So there were a lot of like domestic, domestic layers in Christchurch models with agencies and they, um, they modelled in Christchurch, which is great, you know, but right, never, gotcha. never, yeah. never any other, you know. So, so I said, what, like an international model? You know, kind of like, well, she won't have been an international model. Wait, yeah. let's just... Like, so I know, we've all been there. We've been like, let me just double check yeah. where, you know, where I stand here. Yeah, we've yeah, all yeah. been there. Am I, I the think... prettiest person you've ever been with? Because I really need to check that right now. Anyway. So, so um, what, so what in, was the response? I'm expecting, I'm expecting, uh, no, I don't think so. But uh, no, his response was, yeah, well, it, like I started, it was quite casual. I started dating her and whatever, and then she um, had to go overseas for um, a contract. I was like, fudge. Yeah. I was like, cool. And all of a sudden, I felt very insecure. He's married to you, sis. I know, but still, I thought, Think I, about was, that. I, thought I was the first model that he'd ever been with. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, so that's what I learned today. And I today. guess that was your unique thing, you know? Yeah. I'm just trying to think of what it would be the other way around had you been with another, because his unique oh, thing yeah. is what? Another rugby player. I might make it up and see how he <laughs> don't, reacts. Don't do that. Okay. I, that's yeah, my yeah, but homework. then tell him the truth after, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'll be like, I never told me, you this. It would maybe be... I don't know, maybe be like, had he been with another French person, another Aww. French girl, because that's what makes me unique. Because that's you your know. point of difference. That's my point of difference. Yeah. So that's your point, and that's his, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, for him, he, and he says this is a child, this is a really honest podcast. Yeah, let's do it. But, <laughs> this is so bad. but as a joke, I remember ages ago when we first started going out, he's like, am I the first brown person that you've been with? Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, no, you're not. And then he's like, oh, no. <laughs> so he was very insecure about that. Oh, wow. I think just initially, but like the same kind of reaction as yeah. you like jokingly being like, uh, was he like, was he good looking? Did he have, oh, let me guess, he had some cool ass tattoos and you had jungle fever. And I'm like, oh my God, stop. <laughs> Oh my goodness. This is what I mean. This is a very honest podcast. Oh my goodness. No, that's not the way I'm too hot, Gary. But that is very similar because I did, I, I had for a moment sort of this reflection of like going. That's why there's no shame. Who, who am I going? <laughs> why am I jealous? Was she an international model? Like, how bitchy is that? That's so not my style, by the way. It's actually Support not. Supportive of all women. Yeah. Just not. Except the one that was a model and dated my husband. That's cool. Didn't work out. That's why I need to reassure myself. Oh my God, 18 years later, and it's going well. Yeah, you, you two are absolute goals. Oh, thanks. You have. I've said that to you before. I really, I know I really you have. mean that. You're yeah. very supportive of That's every why... single part of my life. <laughs> Apparently, I'm a good mum. I'm also you a good are. fitness instructor. You are. Um, I've got good um, fashion You're... sense. Yes, you should go into fashion. I think, I think you are the most your... supportive friend ever. I think you need to go into fashion. I really think that. Okay. Okay, enough said there. <laughs> um, do you know what I was thinking the other day? Yeah. I was thinking how, um, and this can be a good thing for our listeners, mm. how interesting it is when how your relationship kind of evolves, relationship not with people, mm. with exercise evolves mm. over the years. Yeah. Have you found that? Yes, very much. Your relationship when you first get into exercise yep. to how it is now and also it evolves through life events. So, like, mm-hmm. for example, because I've been thinking about your hip, right? Mm-hmm. And my hip, when I got injured, because we're instructors, our relationship with exercise kind of means that it's, you know, we've got classes to go to and that is just your job and you do it. Mm-hmm. So your your relationship tends to be quite good, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Not always the case, but... You know, it's good in this case. But I remember when I injured my hip, I all of a sudden had to motivate myself to go to the gym. Yeah. Because I hadn't I didn't have the classes to rely on. Not that I just rely on classes, I like to do my own stuff. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden I just had my own stuff. Mm-hmm. And I you have to be creative with what you can do around your injury. Mm-hmm. You know? How do you mm-hmm. feel about that? I totally agree. Because yeah. I suppose I'm in that right now. Yeah. And I think I think you're right when you when you teach classes and your name is on the timetable, you um it's not something you think too much about and if it isn't if it isn't a good thing to do then you're likely not to continue teaching. Exactly, yeah. So not until you for whatever reason are not teaching, maybe injury, like what you've had and what I've mm. had recently, have I really had to think about self-motivating for exercise? Because I think also we train outside of the classes that we teach, but when we train, it's to it's to perform better when we teach. And mm. so you can yeah. see, you know, you train, you can feel that that's making a difference in things. When with this injury, I think the big thing is, is what's been very limiting. So I'm kind of going, well, what can I do? And that's a whole readjustment of sort of managing expectations and things. Um, But also, you know, kind of because I've been thinking a lot around exactly that, like, like motivation and what 
if you're not someone who teaches classes or you're not in um, high-performance sport, it's a choice to go and exercise. What, what supports people to do that and what keeps people from doing that? So, and that's different for everyone, right? But, like, yeah. when you were injured, what was your mo- – like, how did you find motivating yourself – uh, to to go and train and and all of that because that not having classes you would have to think about when am I going to do it yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is two years ago so this is kind of vaguely um, in my memory but when when something like that happens you kind of have to and this is what you've done as well you have to restructure mm-hmm. your yeah. your week you know because now you don't have you know, like, say, on Tuesdays, I don't have grit and core anymore, say, for um, when my hip was injured. So then I would try and restructure and see what my week's going to look like mm-hmm. while I'm in this phase. Mm-hmm. But that's hard because you, you know, like, motivation is, is about habits, right, building mm-hmm. habits. So all mm-hmm. of a sudden you've lost you've lost mm. that structure, you've lost that timetable completely because you can't do that anymore. So then you have to rebuild, mm. and that's really hard mm. to, you know, evolve. So I think I remember just doing the same in terms of, like, say if that's in my timetable as my class would normally be there, I would have train whatever upper body or whatever mm-hmm. I could do. Or uh, Obviously my exercise output was lower than it it was when I would be able to teach, but that's normal when you're injured because you can't mm. do everything to max maximum um, capacity. Mm. But I just I just try to re like build a new kind of timetable, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. How long did it take you to kind of figure that out, or with just yeah. you know, kind of like with the way <clears throat> that you think and the type of person you are? Was that actually quite? Logical that you were kind of yeah. Like, okay. I think it was yeah, yeah yeah. I think it was, but that's my personality. Like mm. you know, that's my personality is to um, like I I need to plan it. Mm. Like okay, well I'm not doing these classes, so what am I going to do instead? Or am I going to you know what I mean? And like, problem solve. Yeah, yeah yeah right yeah. So that yeah because that's kind of interesting to me because I would say I've had a completely different journey. Yeah in, for sure you in have kind of in getting to this place. So what I what I would say is I got injured and um, I've had feedback on this, you know, from um, from Greg who tells me, yeah, there are, you know, two type of people. Some people get injured and they go, okay, so what do I do? What's the plan? Yeah. And others tend to kind of sit in the emotion of it and you tend to sit in the emotion. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went through, I would say, kind of shock, grief, you know, I, yeah. I, I didn't go to a very good place with um, just because it felt like it was so limiting, not being able to walk, not being able to do yoga. I was kind of like, seriously, what can I do? What can I do? But what has been helpful is as the hips getting slightly better, I, I can walk and I've got back into um, just training up a body and stuff. So now I have a schedule. Yeah, now you've got a schedule. Yeah. Now I do. Yeah. It would have been great to have looked at that a number of weeks ago. Yeah, but you couldn't walk. Yeah, right. So you wouldn't have been able to do that. And I think I remember telling you, you know, you can still work your upper body, you can still work around mm. it and stuff, but... And you, uh, do you remember me telling you that? Mm, I think mm. that was just you weren't in the headspace. No, to do that. I wasn't. Yeah. I think that was it. I think I was in, like the emotion and the and the grief of it. Yeah. Um. And gosh, I wish I 
was wired differently and just no, kind of you know got got to this place is. a bit a bit quicker because the the big thing is that uh, I absolutely need to move for my mental health. Yeah, it is it is non-negotiable and and I've and I've always known that, but I think it's been very profound recently yeah. that my mental health is so much better when I have um, the opportunity to move. And at the moment, it's upper body resistance training, and it's just, you know, kind of managing a little bit of yoga, and um, and then I'm walking and listening to podcasts and things like that. So I um, my mood has lifted massively. Yeah. Without any of that, without any kind of movement, I felt not good. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's crazy how we take it for granted. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's exactly it. So it, it, it definitely I've been thinking a bit more around sort of like, okay, well, if you're not in the fitness industry or if you're not in yeah, sport. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah. Because because I went to a place where I felt defeated and not even really that comfortable going yeah. into a gym. And I have worked in the fitness industry for a number of years. What if you're kind of new to exercise or you have more barriers that keep you from engaging in, in some type of movement? It's so hard to create that as a normal part of your life, yeah. right? So, um, and then when I think you are struggling to do that, you look at other people who are and sort of believe that actually they just are really motivated to do it and they really enjoy it. But actually... They've built up to that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, I think that's the message there is the mm. fact that when people first get into exercise, they kind of look at maybe the one of their good friends that goes mm. to the gym six times a week so mm. they look to the extreme and then then they're like well I can't do that because mm. there's no they don't really maybe they don't really see the baby steps towards that or mm. they don't see how that person started you know so I mm. think that's really daunting but I think the good message here would be to just if you are new to exercise or if you're just wanting you've got some kind of goal or something that you're working towards, you just have to go through small steps. Mm. You can't, You well, most of the time you can't just jump straight to where you want to be. Because, mm. you know, like say someone comes to me to personal training, they're like, I want to I wanna be, and this comes up a lot when people first come to, to you know, to personal training, they say, I, um, my goal is to be consistent in the gym. Like I want to be able to work out five to six times a week and say they've, they don't at all. And along with other goals, mm. then I'll always just start, okay, well, let's just start next week with just seeing me. Mm. And they're like, oh, but what else should I, like, can you help me? What else I put mm. put in my workout week? And no I'm like, pain, no gain. <laughs> yeah, but you know, and I'm like, no, no, let's just, like, you're going from nothing. Mm. Let's just meet next week for a workout. Mm. And then they do that. And then the following week, then during the workout, I'll talk to them about, and that depends for everybody, but talk to them about what else they could do mm. the same week. That way we've just doubled it. It goes mm. from one to two workouts. So you have to go small steps. Mm. And it doesn't have to be over one week that you double. You know, mm. you can just do once a week for a month. Mm. Yeah. Because the, that's the thing. The very first time I went back to train, the very first time, as in I'd had a significant break from any any type of training, I think maybe six weeks something like that, five, six weeks. And um, I remember thinking that I was going to go 
train my upper body the following day, the following morning, right? So um, I did what I used to do before the injury, which is I put out the clothes I was going to wear. I had everything ready. I had my plan. But I managed my expectations and I kept reminding myself that actually the only thing that I need to do in this session is turn up. Yeah. That is the only thing. So, cool. you know, I I wasn't caught up in kind of the um, the weights that I used to lift, you know, because six weeks sounds like not that long of a time. It's quite it's quite significant when you've been building Yeah, well, you, with your you can't go back to the weights you used to do straight away. No. no. You have to build back up. No, but I remember exactly that. The only thing I need to do is walk into that gym Mm. and do something. And actually, if I do one thing, if I mobilize and I activate as I just do my warm up and then I need to leave, the awesome thing is that I just did it and I'm just getting back into that sort of So your goal was to turn up. Yeah. So that's really, really achievable. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. I was looking at... um, not looking at. I was listening to a podcast actually because I'm all about yeah. listening to the psychology podcast mm-hmm. at the moment, Love it. and it was really cool because it was um, a, a psychologist talking about who specialises in looking at um, sort of habits essentially, and uh, look. She was talking about sort of like health behaviours and stuff, and the thing that keeps people successful are two um, two big things. If you are wanting to make a behaviour change, it needs to be easy and it needs to be fun. There you go. Which is interesting, isn't it? So that That's e- the secret key. That's the secret. So the easiness means that it has to be, there has to be kind of like um, uh, low friction. So Low barriers. Low no barriers. barriers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um uh, I don't know, like for me, setting the clothes out the night before or, you know, so that I'm not getting up and so you don't have to think about it too much. Yeah. Not getting up going, will I, won't I? Like, it's, yep. you know, kind of that's already there. Um, and that it has to be immediately rewarding. So it has to be fun. So she was kind of talking about when she goes See, through. See, that's the point that people miss. Yeah. That's the point that people miss. Especially with exercise, I think. Yeah, because they think it needs to be pain. Well, People just think that it needs to be painful mm. and it's a chore. Mm. Not everyone, obviously, but when they mm. first go into it, especially because mm. when they first go into it, they haven't been doing it. So mm. they're like, I've got to get to the gym mm. and, mm. you know? Yeah. Because um, what the classic question you get when people find out that you work in the fitness industry is if they're not currently exercising is... Oh, what do I do? You know, yeah, what I, need, do I need to. Do? I, you know, they might say I need to lose weight, or I, I want to get fitter, or whatever. You know, what do, what do I do? What do so I need what to do, do I do? To get there. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the prescription that I need to kind of do? Like, you know, tell me exactly the the type of training that I need to do. And we both respond in exactly the same way. Yeah. Which is, what do you enjoy? It Which has to be. Missed. Yeah, yeah, like Nico, you were saying rock climbing is your jam, yeah, right? Yeah, rock climbs. Yeah. That's his movement. Yeah, you have to find the thing that you enjoy. It has to be immediately rewarding or you yeah. will not stick with it. So if you don't enjoy the movement style that you've chosen, you won't continue to do it. If there are too many barriers in the way, like it's a big distance to get to the gym and you don't even really enjoy it that much. Yeah. Chances are you will not use that membership. 
But that is something that we will go over a bit more in at the event, uh, Babes Move. So definitely we'll look at sort of like how do you set yourself up for success in wanting to move more your relationship with exercise and all of that. So I won't give it all away right now. You will have to come to the event. I'm excited about that because you're actually presenting that, so I'm excited to... um, Or you. Or you. Yes, yes, and I'm very excited. Are you going to give us facts? It said, didn't you? Always, I, Nash. Yeah, always. Loves I, the facts. Yes, I will. G- so. I will give you the science on how to actually create an exercise habit. Yeah. Because uh, this is the thing. The whole objective of uh, this event and our podcast is to educate and empower you. So empowering you to be successful in moving your body more is the whole point of why we do what we do. Like, literally. Like, literally. <laughs> literally. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean it. I'm excited about that bit. Good, thank yeah. you. Because we haven't presented that in past seminars nope. that we've done together. There's some so really good stuff. new content. Yeah, yeah. This is really, new content. Really interesting stuff on this. I don't know why I'm doing weird voices. Maybe it's because it's time to wrap it up. I like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, let's wrap it up, shall we? I think we had some... Good little nuggets. Yeah. Great that we shared about our first year of marriage being really tough. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's the same podcast. Um, <laughs> why do you look so worried? <laughs> I don't think he listens anymore. But I don't think he'll I don't think he he'll won't mind. mind. He knows this. Yeah. I'm sure he that's knows That's the reality. It. That's, you know, this is what we signed up for in, we doing, are in doing this particular podcast was oversharing. Oversharing, honest, deep, dark secrets all out there. Leave feeling a bit vulnerable. That's always, always our objective when we leave this podcast <laughs> it's recording. Actually, it's, it can be draining sometimes mm. feeling vulnerable, feeling vulnerable at the end. Well, if you haven't already liked, no, not liked, followed us on Instagram. Do that right now. It's called Babes Listen. This is our Instagram. And we've got an event coming up called Babes Move. But if you look up Babes Listen on Eventbrite, you'll find it. Or either or. Doesn't matter. You'll find us either way. Made sure of it. Because <laughs> we're good at this. So have an amazing day, everybody. See you next time. And um, au revoir. Mm-hmm.